Welcome, everyone, to an on-time episode of Suplexes. Unlike our other two episodes we did this week, this is Suplexes, a part of Suplexes Scores and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. I, of course, am Ryan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my brother, Nathan. What's up, everybody? And joining us again for some predictions, it's Jeff. Man, I'm on a hot streak. I made two weeks in a row with these predictions. Let's go. Um, so uh, we're going to start things off here a little differently. Uh, well, kind of the same as we did last week. But So we're going to go out of order a little <laughs> bit with what we're going to do uh, just because time. Um, so we're going to be talking about who won the Double or Nothing predictions, but then we'll go through the show later and give our thoughts. Um, and then we're going to jump straight into this week's predictions, which is In Your House and Hell in a Cell. We're doing a double because there's only seven matches on Hell in a Cell, and I feel like that wouldn't be much of a prediction. <laughs> so we're going to double it up. So going into double or nothing, Jeff was the defending champion like three times in a row or something like that. Um, he kind of dominated the competition with all these WWE pay-per-views. <laughs> Uh, and then uh double or nothing happened and it was a very tight battle a very very close um a couple matches put me over i feel like to win this thing i am as you see the belt's still back there i am the current uh the new i guess predictions champion um 39 to 35 to 34 jeff had 35 nathan had 34 i had 39 so very very close battle um that we, we had there for the prediction championship. But Jeff, you can uh, win it right. I might could have a one week reign. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if AW would have went the, the way they should have, if Chris Ender would have won the whole thing, I would be a four time defending champion right now. <laughs> four weeks on it. Yeah. There were a couple yeah, of the, the, the booking the booking decisions were very strange on that show. So it, it kind of cost you, Jeff. The whole show was even the matches were strange. Hey man, Dave Meltzer loved that pay-per-view. Don't you hate on it? Mm. Gives me even more room to hate on it. All right. <laughs> um if I sound distracted, I'm watching Rampage just because of CM Punk's tweet earlier. Um, that he had a major announcement tonight. So we're going to try to watch it. And if it happens while we're on, we'll kind of talk about it while it's happening. So anyway, let's get into the In Your House and Hell in a Cell predictions. We have 11 total matches over two shows. Yes, that's not a lot, but <laughs> considering uh, that's about as many as uh, <laughs> Double Nothing had on one show. <laughs> um, Wait, I thought it was 13. Oh yeah, thirteen. Sorry, <laughs> seven and six. Right. It's 13. been a long week for Ryan. He he can't math right. I've now. got I got baseball now. I got work. I got <laughs> I my mind's everywhere. I <laughs> my mind's all over the place. Yeah, <clears throat> thirteen matches. We got seven on Hell in a Cell and six on In Your House. We will start with In Your House because of it's going to happen earlier. <laughs> it's going to happen on Saturday. Um, six matches, five of them being title matches. So all five NXT titles are on the line on this show. 
Um, some really good, intriguing matches, uh, I, I feel like, and a lot of matches that could go either way. So we're going to get into this, Nathan, with your favorite storyline. Mm. Tony D'Angelo stacks and two dimes will take on Legado del Fantasma with the stipulation that the losing team has to join the winning team's stable. What a weird-ass stipulation. <coughs> you know, why would you want to join the people that just kicked your ass? Uh, good good question. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> um, so this storyline has gone back and forth to the point where I don't even know who's – like, I don't know who is winning these ma- – I, I, I don't know. I forgot what they're fighting over. It's just to be like in charge of NXT, right? Like that's like the reason they're fighting. Something like that. Yeah. So I don't know where this battle where this goes, honestly. I don't know uh which direction well, they can go. Fellas, I'm gonna start this off right, hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, but it's, it's NXT, you never know. <laughs> apparently I'm good at predicting WWE pay-per-views. We'll put it that way. So <laughs> Uh, I'm going with an analogy here for two points. I'm taking Tony D two dimes and stacks for two <laughs> points. They need a name. They need a group name. Uh, because, you know, they're going to have more people in their group. Uh, yeah, two points for Jeff. Um, See, I don't know. They've been pushing D'Angelo a lot, but I feel like Escobar, like, Needs this win more? I'd like to see him go back for the title. I'd like to get an NXT title shot. Um, but I don't know if it's going to happen. I, the stipulation is throwing me off because I don't know how this works. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what, who who would join the other group. This is weird. D'Angelo, man. I mean, he beat Tommaso Ciampa one-on-one. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's dead to be logic. He could be the next challenger for the title. I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go Legato gets this win, and they, for some reason, want D'Angelo and Stacks and two dimes in the family. I don't know why, but uh, that's that's going to happen. Uh, one point. I'm not confident at all. Nathan, yeah. your uh, favorite person. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. Right. So my I'm going to go with the lot. So are all three members joining the opposite group? Is that it's, what's happening? It says losing team. So I assume it would be the whole group. It's fucking stupid. All right. So I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, as much as I hate it, I'll go with Tony D'Angelo for three points. Only because I feel like Legato's got to be close to being on their way out and going up to the main roster. True. Could happen. Um, next matchup we're going to talk about, because that's the only non-title match. Uh, we'll start with, with the, the women. Let's give the women some love here. Women's Tag Team Championship match. Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane going as champions to defend against Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. Um, I think this is where Carter and Chance get the titles. I feel like they've had many opportunities. They're the only like 
other than Toxic Attraction, they're the only like true tag team in the all of WWE. <laughs> so I feel like it's about time they get their title opportunity and they get the titles. So I'm going with, I, as I call them, Casey squared or Casey two. Uh, I'm going to go five points. I'm high, pretty confident in that. Hmm. Well, I'm not confident in that because I don't know why, but they just keep having toxic attraction win. Even when you think they're going to lose, they do lose, and then they get the belts right back. So, <laughs> um, true. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go toxic attraction here for uh, four points. Ooh. Well, fellas, I'm playing conservative early. I got one point on this match, uh, but I think it will be new champs and Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Um, now. I think the loser team of this either is going to be the new women's tag team champions or of WWE, or is at least going to have a big run in the tournament and get called up. Very well could happen. Um, I've heard this women's tag team tournament is apparently just, they don't know what the fuck they want to do with it. So sounds like a great, um, sounds like a great tournament's going to happen there. <laughs> WWE has no idea what they're doing as they always do. Uh, next matchup, the tag team championships. Pretty deadly defend against the Creed brothers. According to Roderick Strong, if the Creed brothers lose, they will no longer be a part of Diamond Mind. Another stipulation added to these matches. Um, Nathan, go ahead. You haven't started yet. Give you a glitch. Let's let you start it. Um, I man, well, this is very interesting because. You know, they just got those belts. Yep. And I don't know. There's already been dissension, dissension in the in the diamond mine. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Creed Brothers lose this. I'm gonna say pretty deadly wins. Two points. I'm gonna mm. already use two points. Did I use two points? No, you, yeah, you're good. Okay. Remember, we're combining, so yeah, uh, between Hell in a Cell and Inner House, so there's 11 or 13 total points available. Right. Um, <sighs> mm, I, I feel like, yeah, like you said, pretty deadly just won the titles, and I think if you haven't come in and this is be like their second defense and they lose it, I. I don't know, but they've been pushing the Creed Brothers hard. Um, I mean, they beat uh, the Viking Raiders, so. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I think they're they're gonna they're gonna leave Diamond Mind anyway. So I think they do lose. I think Roderick Strong cost them the title, honestly, or cost them this match. Um, and then they feud because Roderick Strong's got. What's his face with them? And then it'll be Roger Strong and him versus the Creed Brothers for a while. Um, I think pretty we win. I'm going to go. Let's, let's go. Let's go pretty high here. Uh, seven points. Well, I'm playing conservative again. <laughs> I'm going with three points. And that is going to be the Creed Brothers. I think, you know, along those lines, they're going to they're going to beat pretty deadly. And they're going to say adios to Roderick Strong anyways. 
Very well could. I, I think I think either way, they're not in Diamond Mind after this match, regardless. <laughs> um, because they, they they they've been teasing it for a while. They're gonna it's bound to happen, and it might as well happen. I mean, they could very well win. They've been pushing them hard. I went back and forth on that one. Uh, North American Championship on the line as Cameron Grimes defends against the former champion Carmelo Hayes. So I guess we're just. Solo Sokoa just gets screwed out of this title feud. Yeah, he's been involved in this feud since the beginning, and now he's just out, I guess. Interesting. That is very weird book. This has the potential to be a very good match. But you never know. <laughs> I think it'll be a great match. I just don't understand. I don't know where they go. I don't... Because... Cameron Grimes, I feel like he's imminent to go to the main roster. You would think that. I mean, he's been in NXT for a while now. I know. And then, so you think they'd give it back to Carmelo. But do you want Carmelo to just be the North American title guy? Or do you eventually want him to move up? Or uh, what's he, go- what, But what does Carmelo do without the North American title? He goes to the main roster instead. One of these guys got to get called up. New thing. I don't know. I have no idea. This is interesting. All right. I'm going to Carmelo Hayes gets it back. Eight points. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bam. All right. Jeff, you can go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to, I guess, step out of my comfort zone and go middle of the pack here. Um, you know, I've already got two title changes booked. Um, I don't think we'll see a third one yet. So I'm going to stay with Cameron Grimes at seven points. I have to agree with Jeff here. Um, I think Grimes does retain. I don't know what they do with Hayes after this. I'm not sure where they head and, and where he, who he goes after next or where he goes next. I mean, he could challenge Braun. He could – or Joe Scacy. Or – does something or he could get called up. I don't know, but I, I think they're going to stick with Grimes for a little bit here as North American champion. Um, I'm going to say Cameron Grimes for four points. Trying to play the numbers in my head and think about everything we got going on. Hell in a cell, too. <laughs> All right. Women's championship match. Mandy Rose defends against. Wendy Chu. Oh my god. Now, I like Wendy Chu. She's really good in the ring. The gimmick is absolutely terrible. But I do enjoy her work. When she's actually wrestling, she's pretty good. Um, and she's versatile, as you know, she was the old the, the other chick for a while, and now she's this. So she's versatile, she can do it all, but NXT champion Wendy Chu. <laughs> Is she the one that knocks off Mandy Rose after Io Shirai couldn't do it? Kaylee Ray couldn't do it. Dakota Kai couldn't do it. Raquel couldn't do it. Wendy Chu? Mm, no. <laughs> uh, I have toxic attraction losing the women's titles, but I think Wendy Chu or Mandy Rose defends her women's championship successfully here. I think Wendy Chu puts up a good fight. 
But I don't know who ends up taking it off of Mandy Rose. Someone's got to. But I don't think it's going to be Wendy Chu. I think it's either going to be uh, Roxanne Perez or uh, Cora Jade, I feel like. Will be the ones that are Mandy Rose. But Mandy Rose gets the win here, eight points. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, oh, all right. I guess I'll go next. I'll, I'll let you simmer on that, Nate. So <laughs> this one, uh, I'm I'm kind of the same as Ryan. I don't feel like Wendy Chu. I mean, granted, NXT could have its mess arounds, but um I kind of think that the one to take it off of Mandy Rose is either going to be um, a eventual healthy Nikita Lyons or, um, you know, it's, it's going to be someone, possibly even someone from NXT UK, because they're liking to bring those people over. Um, you know, maybe see like a Alfie Valkyrie or a, uh, you know, um, Isla Dawn, Isla Dawn or someone, you know, someone like that come over. But, um, I go Mandy Rose for four points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wendy Chu ain't winning this match. Here's what I think is going to happen, Ryan. I think Wendy Chu is going to cost uh, – well, no, because I have them winning. God damn it. That messes up my whole thing. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, Wendy Chu is not winning this match. <laughs> so I think Toxic Attraction is going to win all across the board. I don't feel like I fucked myself here. But – uh. I'm going to say Mandy Rose, 12 points. <laughs> 12? Oof. Damn. Damn. All right. Uh, in your main event, I assume, uh, for the NXT Championship, Braun Breaker versus Joe Gacy. If Braun Breaker is disqualified, he will lose the NXT Championship. That's got to come into play, right? I feel like this whole match is going to be basically the Triple H Randy Orton match, uh, where it's going to be Gacy trying to get Breaker disqualified, trying to goad him in and try to make him get disqualified. But I don't know. I just don't know if it'll ever actually happen. But that's going to be the story of this match is Gacy just trying everything he can to get Braun Breaker to get disqualified. Granted, I don't know. Well, I'll start it out on a booming note. Um, you can only play conservative for so long, fellas. This match Ooh. is my lock of the entire points Ooh. total. And this one will be crowning a new oh. NXT champion in Joe Gacy for 13 points. And we're finally going to see grizzled young veterans as revealed as the mystery dudes. I like it. Damn. That's. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Makes it makes you guys rethink some stuff, don't it? Oh, man. I mean, it's possible because I do feel like any minute now, Braun Breaker is going to get called up. Like, I feel like Vince has to be high on him and Vince has to see that he could be on the main roster right now. So. He could lose this title any moment. I mean, he already lost it and won it back, but, <laughs> you know, I thought that was the moment he was going to get called up, but he didn't. Um, I don't know, man. Nathan, I'm, if you want to go, I'll let you go so I can think about it for a little bit. 
I mean, gays are weird gimmick. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, how many times are they going to give Gacy a shot if he's not going to win the belt? You know? I mean, he's already had one. He's had what? Three, this is his third shot in a row? Something like that, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I think he's got to win it here. Uh, I mean, he's no slouch in the ring either. No, I am a huge fan of Joe Gacy. He's good in the ring. He's great in the ring. It's just his gimmick is suspect. I think his gimmick is just suspect because they don't know what the hell he wants to be. But, yeah, they've, they've changed him like three times already. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Joe Gacy, and damn it, if I guess if I want this belt, ten points. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Man, this is uh, I did not expect that. I real oh boy, um. So yeah, I I, I feel like I I'm. Here's the thing: Do they have the NXT title change hands on a disqualification though, or is it just if Joe Gacy wins, they're gonna like Braun is gonna almost get disqualified? He's gonna use the belt or something, and then he gets fucked over. Because I. Having go Joe Gacy win it on a disqualification seems cheap to me. Right. Again, I don't know if they're going to give it to Gacy. Um, I'm I'm gonna on the I I'm the champion, and I I you know I gotta try to defend this thing everything I can. So I gotta go opposite of you guys on occasion. So since you guys agreed, I'm gonna say Braun Breaker wins. I think he he he. Overcomes the odds, and he, uh, he he fights off whoever the mystery team is and Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker wins. I think he does eventually lose the title soon and does get called up, but I don't think it's going to be to Gacy, unfortunately. Uh, um, Let's go. I'm trying to save some stuff for the fucking other show, too. I don't want to have nine. <laughs> All right. So that is that is in your house. Uh, 2022 um, should be a pretty good show. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. And now let's go to the other one, which I don't think very many people are looking forward to at all. We're going to start off with a match that was just announced on SmackDown. Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss in a no-holds-barred match. Why? This is the only match for SmackDown, by the way, on the entire show. Yeah, this is what a letdown. They're going to have the Intercontinental title match next week. They ha- they had a tag team title match tonight. They couldn't just put that on the pay-per-view, too. Oh <laughs> we got to make room for a happy Corbin Madcap Moss match, you know. I tell you, I'm going to step to the front line on this again because I like seeing you guys flustered a little bit. This one is going to be worth 12 points. Fuck. And the winner of this is Mr. Returning Madcap Moss. Not Holy the two shit. I thought would be my locks. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I am in agreement that Mad Cat Moss gets the win here. I think it would be absolutely insane booking to bring him back and have him lose right away after he got destroyed by Corbin. So I am in agreement that Moss does win. Um, I'm not as confident as you are. Um, but I'm 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 I'll go eleven. I I'll go one step below you. And 
a little conservative. Yeah, I'm going Madcap Moss too. I'm, I'm going Madcap Moss for the win, and then I also am going Madcap Moss for changing his goddamn name because yes, on SmackDown tonight he had tights. Yeah, they he were wasn't Madcap black. anymore. So yeah, they were plain black, boring ass tights, but they were tights. <laughs> um. I don't know. I still think he may have forgot his gear. I don't know. It looked like it, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully that's a sign that he's going to change his attitude and he's not going to be Mad Cat Moss anymore. That name is so stupid. But Mad Cat Moss for seven. Uh, All right. Let's go to the other match no one cares about. Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Kevin Owens goes from wrestling Stone Cold Steve Austin to wrestling Ezekiel. Mm. What's wow. going to happen in this match, Ryan? I think I know, but you, you go first. Um, dude, I don't know. What, what This storyline is so ridiculous. I mean, I kind of like it, but it's just so... Like, where does this head? What, what's the end point? What's the resolution, resolution for this storyline? I mean... Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little crazy here. I think Kevin Owens wins. Um, I'm gonna say Kevin Owens at six points. I think I can. Kevin Owens somehow. I, I don't know where this head. That's probably gonna continue this feud for some whatever reason. Why? But I think Kevin Owens gets the win over Ezekiel, not Elias. All right. Uh. I think that this is what's going to happen here. I think Ezekiel is going to win. But I think he's going to win because his brother, Elias, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I even said that, uh, is going to be on the Titan Tron and distract Kevin Owens with his, with his music playing, like he's going to be up there playing his guitar. And, yeah, that's how it's going to end. I think Ezekiel gets a distracted win over Kevin Owens. Or I'm going to put it on six points. Hmm. They could, I mean, it's very possible that could happen. <clears throat> I just I was on the same wavelength as Nate was, honestly. I think it's going to be some screwy finish. Um, I yeah. thought it would also be something with Elias. Um, and I got Ezekiel going for five points. I mean, it's going to be a screwy finish. It's WWE. I mean, that is it, like it, <laughs> that's going to happen. Um, one of three championship matches on this show. Yes, we have seven matches, and only three of them are title matches because WWE. Theory defends the United States Championship against Mustafa Ali. So he's finally getting his one-on-one, no bullshit singles match for the title, and I think he loses. <laughs> Uh, I like Ali. He came back. I'm sure he was promised a bunch of stuff. I don't know what caused him to come back. I don't know, you know, what how they convinced him to come back, but they did. But I think it's way too early in the theory's run as champion to have him lose already. Because I mean, he just won it what two months ago, right before Mania, I think. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to say Theory wins. And you know what? I didn't think this was going to be my lock of the night either, uh, but I just thought of it. Theory, 13 points. Why? I don't know. 
I, because every other match on this card, I had no idea where they're going to go. So this is the only one I feel kind of confident about. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, suck that, Jeff. <laughs> well, I don't think it was as bold as my lock of the night, but it's just as confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Hmm. You know, to defend the championship, you just gotta sometimes, you know, just take risks. And uh, this is my risk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta make these selections like Tony Khan books the show. I get it. But uh, by the seat of your pants, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Ryan? I'm gonna match you just so I can try to keep it close in the points if it does win, but it won't hurt me if it doesn't. Theory for nine. Smart strategy. Jeff comes in with the notebook and the strategy. He is like, he's like the professional over here. <laughs> Fucking IRS in this. <laughs> All right. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't see Theory winning this, or losing this match because he, he just got the belt back. I mean, he just he just won the title, and Ali. I think he's going to have the storyline where he's just going to keep clawing and fighting until the crap. I'm hoping. They go the route that Ollie's going to be like the next Daniel Bryan, you know, kind of the crowd just keeps getting behind him until they finally push him. Uh, so I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, almost called him Austin Theory, but no, he dropped that name. Yeah, he's not Austin. So, so I'm going to go Theory 11 points. Damn. I didn't think the Theory Mustafa Ali match would have so many points on the line, but, uh, <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley versus almost and MVP in a two-on-one handicap match. Who cares? Um, so, just a little update. CM Punk's walking out right now. Yes. And he is limping, and he has got a sad look on his face. Yeah, he doesn't look in good shape. Uh, he uh, is walking very gingerly. Um yeah, this could be interesting. Anyway, if he starts talking, well, if he says something important. No, he just like kissed to the crowd and get, uh, uh, this isn't looking good. Vacant's no. going to be getting another championship tonight, fellas. Man, we'll see what happens here. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, what match are we on? <laughs> Lashley and almost an MVP. Yeah, I, here's a question for you. If you win a match to give yourself a stipulation, why the hell would you give your stipulation a freaking handicap match with a guy that can't wrestle? You know, why, why would MVP do that to himself? I don't know. <laughs> why is this match even on the pay-per-view? That's a very good question. Yeah, like, can, we substitute, can we substitute this match with Gunther and Ricochet? Yes. That's a, exactly. Um. Anyway, I. Who cares? <laughs> that's what I. That's what I'm saying about this match. Who cares? I don't. No one cares about this match. I mean, I. I'm gonna. I'll just start it off. I'm gonna say almost an MVP win. Um. For what do I have left? 
three points. <laughs> I mean, almost an MVP has got to win this. Almost has lost twice. Or, you know, he, he already lost to yeah. a cake match. So, yeah, I'm going to say almost wins. What do I got left? You have used three, two, four, eight, 12, 10, 7, 6, and 11. So you have not used your one. You have not used your five, your nine, uh, 13. So 13 points right here. Jesus. <laughs> your walk is almost. <laughs> You've got to win. Yeah. Uh, we're sweeping it across the board, fellas. Almost is winning this with uh, MVP for six points. Um, so CM Punk's currently talking. He said, I've got good news and bad news. Um, so here we go. He said he had broken bones or something. Um, I don't know what's happening here. The crowd like doesn't know what to do here. <laughs> they're, they're watching this like um I don't want to keep going because I don't know if he's gonna what, what he's gonna say here. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. Okay. Um, six person mixed tag team match, the judgment day versus Bauer, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. Let's let Jeff go here because it's got one of his favorite wrestlers. In it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this one's going for 11 points. Uh, we're going with Judgment Day. And one, because they're like an actual team. So I don't see why they would lose. Uh, but also, two, because I think Finn Balor turns heel and joins them. Um, CM Punk just said he is injured and needs surgery. Um, and he's got a couple things broken, huh? So, what's broken? I don't know, he didn't say. Um, he said. He's saying, I'm just going to told you I was going to go to the wheels fall off. The wheels are still there. They have not fallen off. He has not said you're going to the title. Um, anyway, um, so I, if he says he's relinquishing it, then I'll. Crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, Nathan, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I agree with Jeff. I think Judgment Day has got to win here because they got to keep the. If they're gonna have this group, they gotta have to get yeah. some wins and hopefully eventually move on to somebody else besides Liv Morgan and AJ Styles. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Judgment Day for uh, one point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure he is uh, relinquishing this title. Yeah. But 
He just said, I said, Tony, I wanted to relinquish the title. And Tony says he believes in CM Punk. Are we really going to have two main companies without a fucking world championship? They're going to have an interim champion. How much you want to bet? If they don't have him relinquish his title and he just takes surgery and does not come back, we're going to have WWE and AEW both have no world champion right now. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> I'm in agreement. Uh, Judgment Day is going to get the win here. Um, for what do I have? 12. Let's go 12. 12 points. Um, triple threat match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends against Asuka and Becky Lynch. This has the opportunity to be the best match on this card. Um, and they could really steal the show here. Um, yeah, he's not really wishing the title. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Belair has got to win, even though it is against Oscar and Becky. I think she has to win. Just, she don't, you got to keep her champion. I mean, you can't bounce this title around too much. So, um, Belair wins, uh, for... 10 points. Uh, 10 points. No, wait. I haven't used two yet. Yeah, 10 points. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Air, I, I think, uh, I think Bel has got to keep, got to win this too, because I think Becky's got to move on to something else and then Oscar just came back. I don't see her getting the belt. Um, so I'm going to go Bel Air for nine points. Um, this might catch me some heat, fellas, but uh, I'm not a Bianca Bel Air fan. Um, I personally think her gimmick is annoying, and I think that she is not the greatest in the ring. I mean, she's not bad, but. Uh, there's a reason she never won the NXT championship. We'll put it that way. Um, but somehow she's won the main title, which makes zero sense to me. Um, but nonetheless, Bianca Belair, because the other two options don't make sense. And that's for 10 points. Who'd you say? Sorry, I was. <laughs> Bianca <laughs> for 10 points. So you did end up going for it. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought. I was reading something. I didn't want to because I don't like seeing her as champion, but. No, I'm so confused. So I, so I keep going back to the CM Punk thing because he said he was not releasing it, but now they're saying that the announcer said he has to relinquish it, but he said Tony Khan said he didn't have to relinquish it. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Is he champion or not? Anyway. I assume this is our last match here. I assume this is going to be the main event of the show because it's the fucking name of the pay-per-view. Hell in a Cell match. Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. The third match. Hopefully the final match. I'm hoping. That's got to be the final match. Well, yeah. Um, Cody has won both matches previously, so... Where do they go here? Do they actually finally have him lose? Do, or does, does he just run the gauntlet and destroy Seth all three matches? 
let's let let's let the former champ go first. Oh, fellas, um, this one. I don't know why we had to see this more than twice. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, on one hand, you can't have Cody lose. Or at least lose clean. But it's hell in a cell. So, you pretty much have to lose clean. Uh, granted, Seth beat The Fiend. Did, uh, did he not in Hell in a Cell, I believe? By stoppage. <laughs> it happened in Hell in a Cell, but... Um, so, with that said, I have no idea what WWE's going to do here. Uh, I was flipping a coin on this the whole podcast, pretty much. Uh, somehow, I came down to eight points with it. <laughs> um, but, yep. to me, it's got to be Cody Rhodes. You can't have him lose as you're trying to build him up to be the one to possibly beat Roman Reigns. True. True to that. Um, I don't know, though. I think he can afford a loss. But I don't know, man, because I don't know what do you do after this with both of these guys. If this is it, and this is it, this is the final match, where do they go? Cody Rose obviously is probably going to be in the Money in the Bank match, I would say. Possibly. Is Rollins going to be in it too? I don't know. Nathan, go ahead. What do you got? What you got for me? Well, this is WWE. You know, if this is AEW or some other company, they'd probably just keep Cody Rhodes trucking along, winning, 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 winning. But it's WWE. And they like their stupid ass people can lose but still get title shots and all this other bullshit. So... (laughs) I'm going Seth Rollins for whatever points I got left. Five. Yeah, I'm going Seth Rollins. I I just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. I really have no reasoning other than it's WWE. I typed this out before either one of you talked. I wrote my score in and my pick. I'm going Seth Rollins as well. I don't know how they do it in a way to keep Rhodes strong. Uh Rhodes is going to take a nasty bump in this match at some point, right? Like, he's going through the cell, off the cell, something, right? Like, he does the – he's going to do something insane, and that's how he's going to lose. He'll, like, fucking get thrown off the top of the cell or some shit. (laughs) It's cool. uh, Uh, Some Twitter news. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. No, go ahead. So, per Chris Jericho on commentary – Per Sean Ross Sapp, quoting Chris Jericho on commentary, CM Punk is relinquishing the belt. Like you said, they said it on commentary, but they never officially said. So I think it makes sense for him to re- relinquish it, does it not? I mean, yeah, it, does. it would because I don't want to fucking show two companies without a freaking world championship. I mean... What is it? They never said what he has to have surgery on. That's why I'm confused. Yeah, he never said what is what he has to have surgery on. He said he's got broken bones and he has to have surgery. Um, he was holding his, but he was limping, so I'd assume it's a leg. I think he held it when he did that buckshot lariat. Oh, yeah, probably. Or when he fell on his ass on dynamite. 
but yeah. So again, he said he wanted to relinquish the title. Tony Khan said, I believe in you. But then Jericho says on commentary that he has to relinquish the title. But CM Punk never officially said he's relinquishing the title. Someone's going to have to clarify this because no one knows what the hell's happening. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm picking Rollins uh, for two points. That's all I got left. Um, I, again, I don't know how they get to this point. I don't know how Rollins beats Cody while still keeping Cody as the, as, according to WWE, the biggest star in the history of professional wrestling. But uh, that's the way they're booking him. But I, I, I don't know. I just always I think Rollins is going to get his win back here at least and somehow. I don't think they can just have. I don't think they can just have freaking. Cody just roll through in three straight matches. I feel like they they got to like Rollins get one match in. What do we do if this is a no contest? Because I feel like that might be a possibility. Hmm. Like they both can't finish the match. Like I feel like I mean, that. It, might- but they do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no points, I guess. I don't know what we do here. Um, yeah, I guess we just pretend like that match didn't happen. Yep, I guess. Scratch it. Yeah, this. I mean, this has the potential to be just a crazy Hell in a Cell match. Both these men are going to do insane shit, I feel like. Um. So, Chris Jericho just said again that CM Punk has relinquished it. So apparently, it is he has relinquished it. So, huh? So I guess All we right. hadn't, well, they're going to have to figure something out to do now in AEW for the title. Um, and that well, also screws up. They got a shitload of, shit of guys that can that can go for this belt. So hopefully, they have a kick-ass tournament or something. Oh yeah, yeah. which sucks that they know. just had a tournament and now they're going to do another tournament. Like I don't know. I'm I'm pushing for uh Kip Sabian World Championships prize. <laughs> um, it kind of sucks for Hiroshi Tanahashi because he was supposed to wrestle CM Punk at Forbidden Door. Um, so I wonder what they're gonna do with that now. Maybe now it'll be Moxley like it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that is all. We got a little sidetracked. I'm sorry. We usually don't have breaking news happening during our recordings of the podcast. So, <laughs> and our live reactions to what the hell just happened. So there you go. Um, that is all. Hell in a Cell and in your house predictions for this weekend. Um, I don't know what to think about these matches, these shows. Honestly, I don't know how good they're going to be. I'm assuming uh, in your house will be the better show overall. Oh. But um, Hell in a Cell has the potential to have some good matches on there. So it's a weird booking for this pay-per-view. It's like a raw pay-per-view. It's like we went back to like the single brand pay-per-views. I <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm off track. I don't know what to talk about now. I, this damn punk news just completely threw me yeah. off my game completely. <laughs> um, All right. I guess now we go into the week that was pro wrestling last week. I, so. I guess we will just start with double or nothing then. Because SmackDown was nothing to talk about and nothing else mattered. All right, fellas. I'm going to peace out. All right. It's about 11 o'clock here. Yeah, yeah, not a problem, dude. <laughs> Your boy's for, like dying. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us for the predictions and uh, good luck, man. Yeah, thanks, fellas. <laughs> See you guys on the turnaround, fellas. All right. All right. So let's just jump into Double or Nothing. We'll, we will try to go quick. Yeah. So 
the pre-show Hookhausen beat Tony Smart Strong. I didn't watch this. Did you watch this? I did. Yeah, it was it was what we'd expect it to be. Okay. It was a comedy match for most of it, and then Hook, you know, beat up Tony Nice, and then uh, they got Danhausen got the win over uh, over uh, Smart Mark. So Danhausen won. Yeah, he came in and pinned him. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. So <laughs> uh, we started this show off with MJF and Wardlow. Uh, MJF showed up. Um. No this one was really... about as quick. This was about as quick as that hook Dan Housen match. Uh, no one knew exactly what was going on with this. MJF showed up. Um, he, 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 that's about all he did. <laughs> yes. Uh, Wardlow destroyed him with about ten power bombs and one. So, and then we find out a little bit more later on Great Dynamite. Uh, what happens with MJF? Um, not how I expected this match to go, but uh, and it was what it was, and uh, you know. Yeah, I feel really bad for Wardlow because this was supposed to be his moment. Yeah, everything was about MJF. And yeah, and MJF kind of stole it, his mm-hmm. his his spotlight here, and and it even shows on Dynamite as we'll talk about later. Because uh, yeah. you know Wardlow finally getting his hands on MJF and getting that win, you think he'd move on to something good, but mm, no. Nope. Um, the Hardys and the Young Bucks had a match. I'm the Hardys won. I mean, it was a match. It was it was decent. Um, it was the dream match that everyone wanted, supposedly, even though it's already happened like twice. Yeah, that's that, that's what kind of took it away from out of me. Is we've already seen this match. And yeah. like, you know, people say, oh, but it didn't have what happened on, you know, this big of a stage. But all the people that watched this, the, the, you know, mm-hmm. AEW are mm-hmm. the smart fans that have already watched those two matches. Guaranteed. Yep. yep. Guarantee it. Um, this was not great. Uh, Hardy's won. Jeff Hardy looked completely out of it. Uh, he was banged up, apparently. Probably still hurting from that stupid Darby Allen match that he had. Because he hasn't yeah. really done much since then. And then he wasn't on Dynamite. So, um, yeah, I think Jeff Hardy was beat up during this match. So it was not great, uh, but the Hardys get the win. Jade Cargill and Anna Jay for the AEW TBS Championship. This was better than most Jade Cargill matches. So she's getting better. I will give her that. Uh, yeah, Anna, Anna Jay, Jay didn't do too bad considering she hasn't been on TV in freaking forever. Yeah, uh, it went the way we all expected it to go. Jade Cargill got the win. But afterwards, we had some confusion um, as during this match. Um, what's his name now? Stokely Hathaway, uh, the former uh, NXT star, showed up randomly out of nowhere. All right, wait, we got some more breaking news. Oh, boy. So apparently somehow John Moxley's number one contender for the title. Okay. Ah, he hasn't even won his. He has, what? For the AEW title. He's number one contender. They're having a battle royal on Dynamite. The winner of that will face John Moxley at Forbidden Door for the champ- to be the new champion. So, you mean to tell me a guy that has been wrestling in single tag team and six man title tag matches is the number one contender for the singles title? Yep. What? He I just no lost. Idea. At the pay-per-view. 
Yeah, but then he wanted his main event match at uh, on Dynamite. So one match gets you the main, the number one contendership. I guess he was already ranked high. I don't know. What? So <laughs> it is, is it an interim championship or is it? No, it's a new champion. Because I have some reports saying there's going to be an interim champion. CM Punk didn't relinquish it. He's just going to, whenever he's back. It... Okay, well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so Sean Ross Slap just tweeted, there will be an interim AEW World Championship. CM Punk has not relinquished the title. There will be okay. a Battle Royal Wednesday to determine an opponent for John Moxley for the interim title at Forbidden Door. So it is oh, okay. an interim championship. So Jeff okay. right. they're doing an interim title. All right. But at least we will have a champion. Wow. There you go. Hey, there we go. Ryan, finally, the interim championship makes sense. <laughs> yes. Finally, they're because doing something were, right. <laughs> you were going to complain that we weren't going to have a champion. Now we're going to have the interim champion on here, Ryan. So. At least they did. Hey, I'm, I like it when it makes this kind of sense. When they do it just to do it because they're not going to have a champion for two weeks, it's pretty stupid. But who knows how long Punk's going to be out. They don't really want him to lose. I get it. It makes sense. It kind of sucks for Punk, though, man. I really do feel kind of bad for him. Yeah. That sucks. He gets his moment, and then he gets injured. You can kind of tell, I think, at the now that I think about the pay-per-view, now that knowing he's injured, you can kind of tell he was he, – He kind of. I think, I think he wasn't feeling it. I think you could tell he, was, he knew something was wrong. Yeah, because he he it was like you could kind of see it in his eyes. So that's interesting. So we're gonna have a big dynamite next week. Yeah, <laughs> but they weren't expecting it to be a big dynamite. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, but yeah, Stokely Hathaway walked out during this match. No one knew why. <laughs> he was just there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he gets in there with uh, Jade, and then uh, ran, and then uh. Chris Statlander runs down as the Kier Hogan, Red Velvet, and uh, Jade Cargill were going to take out Anna Jay. Um, and then Athena made her way to the ring, and the there was uh, a, the, the six women kind of stared at each other. Nothing actually happened. All right. Uh, what do you think of Athena showing up, Brian? I, it was bound to happen. Um, I'm surprised it took this long, honestly. I figured she was going to sign a lot sooner than she did, but it's good to see her back in some capacity. I haven't really seen her since she left WWE. I don't really watch their her indie stuff, so it's good to see her back. It's you know, I she was always one of my favorites in WWE. So, um, right, and she boosts this women's division, which let's face it, needs a little bit of a boost. Uh, they're they've got a good core now. They got some good wrestlers in there now. Um, and she's a, definitely a big help to this division. So I'm I'm all in favor. Most of the time, I don't like it when they sign all these people, which they still have way too many people. But the women's roster, they can always use more people in the women's roster because a lot of their women are just still green and not really that great. Right. And so if you can bring in someone like Athena to boost the roster, I'm all for that. Like Athena, Tony Storm. I'm all for all of them coming in because it, it just gets bigger, better wrestlers in the women's roster. So, uh, And we had the six-man tag, House of Black versus Death Triangle. This was a, this was a cluster match. Yes. Um, I mean, it was okay, but I was really upset that Buddy Murphy missed his spot. He's supposed yeah. to catch Ray Phoenix out diving out of the ring into his, into his uh, 
lifting suplex spot that he does and he missed it which yeah. upset me but uh he looked decent and house of black finally gets a win a big um, win that they needed in a weird way yeah so black pack was going for the black arrow and then the lights turned off which i audibly said god damn it the lights <laughs> <laughs> We got back into the ring, and uh, Hart, um, Julia Hart was in the ring, blue mist in the face of Pac, and then uh, Black at the Black Mass. So, yeah, she finally joined after months of, I guess, teasing it, but this should have happened a long time ago. I agree. Kind of took it out of me. I'm like, really? Now you pulled the trigger on this after seven months of <laughs> dragging this out? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty silly. Uh, but yeah, so House of Black got a much needed win uh, over good competition. I mean, they were feuding with fucking Fuego for a while there. So <laughs> good to see them get a win over actual legitimate <laughs> talent. <laughs> uh, then we had the back to back Owen Hart Foundation Tournament finals. First, it was the men. Um, Adam Cole defeated Samoa Joe to become. The first ever Owen Hart Foundation Tournament winner. This match could have been better. Uh, I, don't know why. I mean, it was, it was okay. It just it was really short compared to a lot of the other matches on this card. It it, um, it was and it ended just like yeah, Adam Cole like got his ass kicked and then he just hit him and won. It was weird. Well, he got on a roll there. Uh, I think there was a slight distraction outside yeah, the Bobby ring. Fish, yeah. Um. But he, uh, it just, but yeah, he got, he, got he hit, he hit a bunch of super kicks in a roll and then hit the, then hit the, uh, the boom for the win. Yeah. Only one boom. It only took one boom. Yep. So skinny, skinny little Adam Cole defeated Big Smojo. This was probably one of Adam Cole's best matches in AEW that he's had. That's so sad that we have to say that because every match yeah. he had in NXT was awesome. And now we have to say he, he had a good match. <laughs> hey, he's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> then the other one, Dr. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Uh, Britt Baker won, which I picked the win, but I really didn't think it was going to happen. It was one of those things where I was like, I'm just doing this to counteract YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, she gets the win. So we had two heels. In a relationship when the Owen Hart Foundation. After this, Martha Hart comes out and talks, and they're all like happy go lucky, like Adam Cole and Britt Baker. And and so it's like I didn't it's weird because you're like it's Martha Hart, so she's like, You're supposed to, you know, you're feel good, it's a feel good moment, but then you got two heels standing there, and it's like uh <laughs> you know, like yeah. Um, she handed them belts that were modeled after the Stampede Wrestling Championship or some other titles. So cool moment. I liked it, but again, it made no sense that both heels win. Made no sense. No, it, it just felt weird because yeah. I mean I'm granted both of these heels get cheered, but it just feels weird to have this loving W moment with two heels. I I really think Ruby Soho should have won that match. I was with Jeff. I thought Chris Statwinder should have won this tournament, honestly. She's impressed so much. She's gotten way better, and 
the crowd was so behind her. It would have been a good moment. But yeah, of the two in this match, yeah, Ruby Soho needed it more. Um, Britt Baker is getting close to Charlotte Flair territory where she does never loses. And if she does lose, it's like a big match. And, and she's always on the show every week, regardless if she's champion or not. She seems to be the main focus of the women's division. And that's dangerous territory to go down. Eventually, the fans may turn on her organically, like just, just because they don't want to see her anymore. So, yeah, that's not something you want to do. They're, I think they're pushing her way too much. But Ruby needed a win. Now she just loses another big moment. So, bye-bye, Ruby, I guess, for a while, probably. <laughs> you know, because she can't win the big ones. She can never win the big matches. So, who knows? That was the wrong call to me. The first of many wrong calls here, in my opinion. But yeah. Um, then we had the six person mixed tag. Uh Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and Paige Van Zant versus Frankie, Sammy, and Tay Conti. This whole storyline, I don't know who the heels are. Who am I supposed to like? Who am I supposed to hate? Who who's the hero of this story? Is Dan Lambert the good guy? I don't know, but this was not great. Yeah, this was this was another match that was kind of a low point. I mean, yeah. the the Kazarian's decent in the ring, like he always has been, and I mean, I don't like Guevara, but he does some decent smooth, smooth when he wants things to. in the ring when he wants to. Uh, and you know, it was it was it was okay, but well, Paige Van Zant just needs to go away. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that that she just brought the whole damn thing but down. The story of this match was if Frankie and Kazan, if Frankie and Sammy lost, they could never get another shot at the TNT Championship. So you would think yeah. that would motivate them to work together, but then they started beating each other up. But then they there was a point where Frankie well, like he was hurt. mad. Be, he was mad because uh, Sammy just kept kissing. Yeah. Conti the whole time. And he wasn't taking it serious. So I thought Frankie was going to walk out on him, but then they just kept wrestling. And I was like, this is so confusing. Like, I, well, I he thought, had to because he didn't want to lose his shot. I know. But there was a moment where I thought it should have been the finish and it wasn't the finish and it kept going. And I was like, mm. yeah, then, that, yeah. It, it just it went on too long. Um, it was as long as the Adam Cole match. <laughs> yeah. And Paige Van Zant came in and looked like, Terrible because you know she missed like half her training sessions. So yeah, this was not good. Low point, low point for sure. Uh Kyle O'Reilly and Darby Allen had a pretty good match, actually. It was short because I think Darby Allen couldn't move half the barely, but uh <laughs> they had a pretty good match. Um they beat the hell out of each other. Uh and Kyle O'Reilly won, which kind of shocking. Hmm. Didn't expect that. You know, yeah, you always just expect Darby to win, but he loses a Kyle. So that's, I liked it. I like Kyle Riley winning. He don't win very yeah. often. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if uh, in his contract, he. I think he signed a really long deal. So I'm wondering if his contract was uh, in his contract was, I got to start winning, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe. Maybe uh, maybe they'll be back in contention to win those tag team titles, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, then we had the women's championship match, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. The lead up to this match was nonsensical. Um, but this match was okay. It was pretty good. Um, the mic work leading into this was not great, but the match itself lived up to a, it was pretty good. Um, Thunder Rosa defends her title, which was expected um, as she just won it. So, um, but yeah, so Thunder Rosa gets the win and uh, no complaints for me. So good match. Not much else to say. I mean, it, 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 no, it no, it, it was it was an okay match, but they didn't give this enough time to hype it up enough. Like, like they they gave them a couple talking segments and stuff. Yeah, but that's why I said like the lead up to this was stupid because you no, know, it was like just thrown together, and they only got like a minute every show to hype this match up, which right. was unfair to them because they're both really good wrestlers. And I know Thunder Rosa has. She's not the greatest on the mic, but you could have done it in other ways to hype this match up. So it didn't get the yeah. love it needed to build up, but they had a really good match. I mean, Serena Deeb is solid in the ring, and Thunder right. Rosa is really good too. So I knew the match would be good, but the lead up was just terrible. Uh, agreed. Uh, speaking of terrible, uh, we had Anarchy in the Arena. A match that Dave Meltzer gave five stars. Yeah, this had like some fun stuff in it, and it also had, you know, some some big spots. But it was just a brawl, and I didn't like that it went five different directions. Yeah, and you couldn't focus on any one thing; you're just popping around all over the place. And yeah, I mean, maybe it was a five star brawl. For what it was, I've but, seen better brawls. This was but, just, yeah, it's just, uh, I it went on way too long. This was the second longest match of the show, right? And uh, and I didn't really like the, I mean, the finish was just, it didn't, it just, I don't know, I, I didn't, didn't like it, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, I don't know, it just. I don't know. They had Jericho lose, which was weird. He had he won. Or they had Jericho win over Dan. I meant to say Danielson. That Danielson get, is the one that lost. So it's like weird because I figured it would be, you know, if, if that team was going to lose, which I didn't think they were going to, but it would have been like Ortiz or Santana. Yeah. Eddie Kingston at one point was going to fucking burn them with gasoline. It, I don't know. This was just all over the place, and it was just too much. It was just too much happening. <clears throat> but then we had a really great three-way attack match, so it kind of redeemed themselves a little bit. As Jurassic Express defended against Keith Lee and Swerve and Team Taz, very, very exciting triple threat match, three-way attack match here. And I didn't know where it was going to go because you had the Christian factor, which we kind of, when we did our predictions, we predicted this was the moment where they were going to turn. Um but it didn't happen. They actually helped them win. So, um, yeah. Starks had Jungle Boy pin, which was presumably going to win. And then he was using the ropes for leverage. Uh, Christian showed his feet off the ropes. And then uh, Lee and Strickland did a hell of a swerve stomp to Jungle Boy. Um, 
but then Jungle Boy and Mojasaurus hit their finishing move thing and uh, got the win. So didn't expect that, but they're, they're still champions. So yeah, this was my match of the night. Yeah, um, it was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this match, but yeah, that, I did not expect that finish though. This was uh, about uh, four hours and thirty minutes into this show. So I'm surprised I was even awake at this point to watch these matches. Um, but yeah, this match, the, the, I look back, I was very harsh on this show um, when it was happening. And I think it was just me because it was five hours long. Looking back, it wasn't that bad. A lot of people on the internet said this was the worst pay-per-view AEW's put on. And I think a lot of that just came from the fact that it was five hours long. <laughs> and people were just done with it by that point. I could see like in the arena, like people were because you're there live, it's better live, especially with the matches they had. So like they were hyped, but watching it at home was a chore to get through this because it was if especially when we watched it live, like it was just like, good God. <laughs> um <laughs> then our main event, CM Punk versus Hangman Page for the AEW World title. We kind of already know who wins this because we talked about it earlier. CM Punk. Defeats Hangman Adam Page to win the title. Um, not as great as Hangman and Brian Danielson was. Um, not as right. good as Hangman and Omega was. But Punk looked well. He looked his age in this match. Um, he was blown up completely by the end of this thing. Uh, he missed the bookshot where it twice, falling down both times. Which you're right. I think that's probably where he hurt himself. Um, but then he hit him with the GTS and he gets the win and Punk was world champion for five days. <laughs> now technically he's still the champion. So with these with these interim reigns, is Punk does his reign is this his whole reign like this whole time, even though it's an interim champion, or I get I think that's how, I think that's how it works within the UFC. I'm not sure. So if he's injured for like six months, he's going to have a six-month reign and never be there? I think so. Apparently, they don't think he's going to be out that long. He didn't. He doesn't think so either. Um, so. I don't must know, be a fracture. Yeah, it must not be very anything too serious like to where he's going to need months off, hopefully. Maybe he broke his pinky toe. <laughs> But uh, that was double or nothing. Overall, I look back on it. Wasn't as bad as I originally had thought it was, I guess. Um, still, some stuff was weird and it was too long is the main takeaway. Please, let's not do five-hour pay-per-views ever again. WWE used to do four and I thought that was long and now we're doing five. I can't do this. I'm, I, got, I got a life. I can't watch wrestling for five hours in one sitting. <laughs> And it was on a Sunday. I was lucky the next day was Memorial Day, or I would have really not watched this at all. So, yeah. Double or nothing. Final thoughts, Nathan? I, I enjoyed it. I, I watched the whole thing, um, and I, I enjoyed it. I just – there was just a couple matches that were pretty dumb, but that's with every AEW pay-per-view. You're gonna, you're gonna, they got – we've got a bunch of different kinds of uh, – bunch of different kinds of uh wrestling that they do and yeah yeah some of it's for me some of it's not for me so yeah. um all right let's quickly 
and I mean quickly because we are deep into this fucking podcast. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how long we are. I don't think we're that long. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure we're, we're at least closing in on already an hour. Yeah. So let's quickly run through the week of wrestling. <sighs> so we're all... Yeah, Bianca Belair defeated Oscar in the main event with a reversal into a pin, a roll up, because of course. Monday. Um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel and the Mysterios defeated Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens. Yeah, this is the first time that Ezekiel actually got to do some offense, and they actually let him win a match. Yeah. He did like a corkscrew, brainbuster suplex thing. I don't know what to call it. Um, and then we had Rollins and Cody kind of getting at each other and having a brawl. This brawl was better than uh, uh, Anarchy in the Arena, by the way. Alexa Bliss defeated Dewdrop. And then we had 24-7 stuff happen. Uh, Tamina defeated Dana Brooks to retain. And then Akira Tozawa defeated Tamina. So I guess Tamina's Akira's champion. Uh, Mustafa Ali defeated Champa, who's back for whatever reason. Yeah, just just out of nowhere. Uh, after interference by Theory, um, this, the stipulation of this match was that if all we would get a future shot uh, at Theory's United States Championship with a victory, um, Theory continued his attack and said the match would happen immediately, which then Theory defeated Mustafa Ali, but then Adam Pearce came out and said, you're going to defend it in a fair match because Vince McMahon decided to see a Theory defend the title. So that's going to happen in the pay-per-view. Way to make way to make all we look strong going into this title match, by the way. Yeah. Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura defeated the Usos by disqualifications, which means this was a champions container match, which means they got their title match on SmackDown. Uh, Liv Morgan defeated Rhea Ripley. Um, and then after the match, there was some interference in a fight. And then they had the Babu Lashley contract signing, which we always, there's a contract signing when we have a goddamn week in wrestling now. It's it's getting. I feel like they're doing it just to annoy us. Jesus. Yeah. The, but Bobby Lashley fought him off and used the table because, of course, they did. And that was the Raw. <laughs> yeah. Not much else to say. I mean, it was a normal Raw with the same 20 people, like 15 people that are on the show. Same stuff every week, just in different segments and. Little bit, you know, it's like the same shit every week. So, yeah. Uh, NXT 2.0, the go home show before in your house. Um, pretty deadly took on Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp. Um, with uh, this was the lead to the Diamond Mine getting the title match. Um, at the pay per view. Uh, this, I. I don't know what's happening on this show, man. The, the NXT 2.0 is all over the place. I it, it really is. It's so crazy. Um, but pretty deadly got the win uh, on Roderick Strong. Uh, and then that led to Roderick telling them that if you lose to them, you're you know out of the diamond line. Now we had a lot of promos with everybody. Um, we had a long segment with. D'Angelo and Escobar sit down, which is what they led to, to their match at in your house. Core Jade beat Electra Lopez. 
Wesley defeated Zion Quinn with a Monday Night Roll Up. So Monday Night Roll Up has now invaded NXT too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see Wesley always getting to wrestle. I'm glad he didn't get screwed over. Um, this is we. I don't know. I still don't know his whole thing. He's got like he's feuding with like three people. I don't know what's happening. They got Sangha and Zion and wasn't Zion Quinn a face? At one point. <laughs> when did he change heel? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. Oh, uh, then we had a weird Gacy promo. And guess what? We had basically a contract signing because this was a championship summit, (laughs) which was essentially a contract signing. Yeah. It was toxic attraction. It was toxic attraction with Chance, Carter, and Chu. Um, And Chu ended up knocking out Mandy Rose and holding up the title to close the segment, which is why I think Mandy is winning. (laughs) So Sokoa beat Duke Hudson. Poor Duke Hudson. He has fallen from grace. Yeah. I don't... They, they're they're going to have to come up with something for him because he's... He's just turning into, like, this guy that is big. Yeah, he's just he's a big tall. guy. Yeah. And that's not what you want. That sucks. He has got potential to be great. I really like Duke, and now he's just... He's like just a seven, almost like a 16 jobber. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it. Grayson Waller defeated Josh Briggs. Uh, this happened because uh, Grayson Waller said some shit about uh, Briggs' partner. Uh, and then uh, Ivy Nile defeated Kiana James. And then Cameron Grimes defeated Nathan Frazier in the main event. So no Braun Breaker in the go home show to your big pay per view. Interesting. Right. Way to sell your pay per view, WWE. Yeah, I don't understand that one. <laughs> Dynamite. I'm I, NXT was it, it. I I like it. It's I I enjoy it, but it, it's all over the place and it's hard to follow. Even when you watch it every week, you still know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Dynamite kicked off with CM Punk and FTR versus Max Caster and the Gun Club. Did you enjoy Max Caster's rap this time? It was all right. Wasn't as good as always. It wasn't as good as his other ones. Um, but uh, this was a, your typical six-man tag uh, with CM Punk and FTR getting the win. But uh, FTR pinned them, not CM Punk, so... Yeah, I know. Weird. That was kind of weird. <laughs> I figured, you know, Punk's new champion. Let's put him over, but no. Um, and then MJF comes out. And uh, yeah, he uh, just, I, did they tell him just to go out and talk? Like, is that what happened here? Like, was it just like, Hey, just go out and say what you want. Cause this was crazy. <laughs> uh, he basically went out there and trashed on the entire company, all the fans, everyone in the back. Um, and this felt real. This was one of the best promos of all time. Yeah, it felt real. I mean, he said a lot of stuff that I know he said a lot of stuff that, uh, 
Jim Cornette and also I know your opinions on some stuff in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of struck home with some of that. The only problem I have with this pro with this promo, I mean, we know it's a work now. Yeah, but he said some stuff that I feel like a lot of the people in the in in his company here are going to yeah. be a little upset. Oh yeah. Because he talked about people dropping people on their heads and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And it's like, man, you you didn't make a lot of friends there. Yeah. Um, he made fun of basically, he also made fun of basically uh, Dave Meltzer because he talked about he hasn't chased star ratings. Um, yeah. And uh, basically at the end of this, he said uh, uh, he was, he has talked to Tony Khan. He said, maybe you'd treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy. Um, and he says he can't wait. He doesn't want to wait until 2024. He tells Tony Khan to fire him now. And he says, fire me, you fucking Mark. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm very interested in where the storyline goes. Um, it's now he's been removed from the AEW page completely, which obviously is storyline, but I'm interested to see where this goes. Obviously, I'm just probably going to be off TV now for a while. Um, I assume he'll come back at some point, but I don't know. I, I don't know how you get there. I don't know, but I'm interested. They they got my attention with this. Um, this was interesting. This was I did I didn't expect it because all the reports were that he was gone. He wasn't going to be on the show tonight. Blah 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 blah. And then he comes out. So yeah, and, they definitely worked something out. They had a meeting, and I think they worked something out, but. You know, the question, the problem is with this, with this promo is, you know, he, he clearly in this promo did not want to be a face. Yeah. But with this kind of promo, it kind of makes you a face. Yes. The same thing happened to CM Punk. Yeah. So he was a heel during the pipe bomb and he became a face afterwards. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with this. I don't know, but this was he and and he was full of passion, and that's what made this so great. It wasn't just he was going through the motions. He was, you could tell, he was some of the shit he probably actually believed. He probably actually was believing some of the stuff he was talking about, which made it feel real because he was probably like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> you know, all these new guys coming in, making more money than me, and I've been here since the beginning, and I'm the best thing we got. I so. There was probably some truth here. I don't know how much was scripted, how much was just him talking. I don't know how they do promos in AEW. I know they're not as scripted as WWE promos, but I'm sure there was, you know, approval of this. But uh, this was great. This was uh, this was insane. I didn't expect this at all. So I also didn't expect Miro to come back, but here we are. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Uh, Johnny Wheat was in the ring, and oh boy, Johnny Wheat's back. Yay. Um, and he gets destroyed by Miro. <laughs> yeah. This was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Miro just came in there and whooped his ass. And I'm, hey, Miro's back. That's awesome. Maybe he'll win the Battle Royal. That'd be great. Miro World Champion, I'd, I'd be down for it. Um, then we had more Jericho, Eddie Kingston shit, and then uh, William Regal said they're going to do it in blood and guts. It doesn't have the same ring as War Games. <laughs> no. 
Um, but I guess they're doing a hair versus hair match sometime soon between Jericho and Ortiz. Yeah. Do you think Jericho shaves his head? I mean, he's going bald anyway. He's got like balls behind me. Might as well, right? Well, he's always changing his look, so. Yeah. Um, and then we had a match that was supposed to be a Jer- uh, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy was supposed to be involved. Um, and Adam Cole, but they both were pulled for whatever reason. So it was Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, and Hiku Leo randomly versus Jurassic Express, Christian, Darby Allen, and Matt Hardy. Yeah, with- I guess because of the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, they threw Hikaleo in here. Um, yeah. Dude, Hikaleo landed on his head in this match. What else is new? It's AEW. <laughs> but he got right back up, so I guess he's okay, but man, it looked bad. I mean, proving MJF right. He mentioned earlier people drop each other on their heads and then he gets dropped on his head. <laughs> well, but he dropped himself on his head to be fair. <laughs> True. Uh, but undisputed elite and he could get the win. So and to Jeff's point, he was talking about it. The, the, the young bucks lose the Hardy Boys, but then they pin the fucking champions in this match. So <laughs> makes no sense, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wardlow destroyed JD Drake, so great. <laughs> what a way to capitalize on Wardlow. <laughs> you had this guy who's hot as ever, and he just came off a huge movement, and then he just beats JD Drake, and now he's in a feud with Mark Sterling. Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I if I was them, I would have had him go for the TNT title. Yeah, exactly. He should have been the next challenger for the TNT championship. Now you're like, God, he's just doing the same shit he was doing before. It's beating people quick. This was not a good look for uh, Wardlow. So. Um, Tony Storm and Ruby, Ruby Soho defeated Jamie Hayner and Britt Baker. Britt Baker took the pin here. So interesting. She doesn't take pins very often, as I stated earlier. Uh, but she did take the pin here. Ruby Soho gets the win. Um, but then Hater um, knocked them both down at the end of the match. So is Jamie Hater getting a push now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and your main event, John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. I guess beating Daniel Garcia is enough to make you the number one ranked wrestler in AEW. You know... Daniel Garcia has main evented more shows than I think anybody else this year. And yeah. he's got the fucking he's got the goddamn personality of a paper bag. I know. And yet they keep pushing him and he's not that good. I don't even think he I mean he's he's got a you know different style, but it's not great. What does this mean for the blood and guts match, by the way? Because if John Moss was gonna be number one contender for the title. Is he still going to be doing this stupid blood and guts stuff? Uh, when did they say blood and guts was? I don't know if they said. Did they say? I don't think it's at Forbidden Door. Yeah, they didn't say for sure when it is. So I guess they could still do that and then do the match at Forbidden Door. But I don't know. The CM Punk thing threw everybody off. So they're going to have to maybe redo some storylines here and stuff. Um, but this was this was your match. The days guys have wrestled like eighteen thousand times already. Uh, Moxley won. 
I'm just not into Garcia at all, dude. The nothing about him like appeals to me. Because there's other wrestlers who do this style better than him. All so right. like and, and he has no personality, so he doesn't make up for it there. So it's just like he's just a bland wrestler who does moves. <laughs> like that's that's it. I mean, I don't know why they keep pushing him. But yeah, Moxley wins. He's number one contender now. Interesting to see where he goes next week. Uh, real quick, uh, Impact, Alicia defeated Renee Michelle. Well, that was before the Impact. Um, Savannah Evans uh, lost to Mia Yim. So Mia Yim, that was her first ever, that was her first singles match uh, back in Impact. So. Hmm. Um, and then you mentioned it off the podcast, but uh, Shark Boy and Wildcat Chris Harris were on the show. Uh, they had a run with Eddie Edwards. They're doing a big five man match at the next pay per view, uh, which is I have no idea. Yeah, and anniversary. Yeah, anniversary is the next, and and you know they said that. Uh, Scott Demore said he wants two two more people to join the 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 Impact guys, and and mm-hmm. he said that he wants them to be Impact. Yeah, they're calling themselves the Impact Originals. Yeah, because um, currently so, it is Saban, um, Kazarian, and uh, Shelley. Yeah. So does that mean that? Does that mean that? Uh, it's gonna be Shark Boy and Oh God, I hope Chris not. Harris. I would much rather it be James Storm and Chris Harris. If Chris yeah. Harris is gonna be involved, I'd much rather have James Storm come back. Because if you look at the Impact Originals, most of them are in WWE. Right. Well, at least the big ones, Bobby Roode, and, and it's not gonna be Bobby Roode AJ. So who do you have that would be a big name? James Storm. He's not wrestling anywhere. Um, I hope James Storm. That'd be cool. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen here. It's Impact. They could bring out fucking Disco Inferno or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kenny King defeated Blake Christian. Uh, Kenny King's ultimate X-Spot was on the line in this match. Uh, but Kenny King wins, so he keeps his uh, spot in Ultimate X. And then it was revealed that Jack Evans will be the fifth participant in Ultimate X. There's still one more to be named. Jack Evans, huh? Still getting booked. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's high flying, so that's why he's going to be in this match. So. Mm-hmm. How come he gets an automatic spot, but then everybody's had to earn Christian their way in? To, Blake Christian had to try to win his way in here, and he and Kenny King had to put his spot on the line. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Rich Swan defeated Matthew Reholt uh, for with the Digital Media Championship on the line. He won that. I don't think at an Impact show. No, he uh, he won the Digital Media title at Wrestling Revolver against Matt Cardona. But then Matt Cardona stole the title back. But now, so I don't know Rich what the Swan fuck. has it back. So, <laughs> so 
I guess he didn't went very good at stealing it because <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this show. Uh, then the Briscoes and the uh, Good Brothers had an in-ring segment. They will fight for the world title, Titan House at Slammiversary. And the Briscoes basically said, we're done with their comedy shit, and we're going to wrestle. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett defeated Heath and Rhino. Uh, after the match, uh, Honor and Amore destroyed Heath and Rhino. Um, taking him out, basically. They, they, they basically injured him. So I think Rhino was supposed to be a part of that team, and that's so they injured him. And then your main of uh no Moose and Steve Macklin defeated W Morrissey and PCO because that's a match that happened. What? <laughs> Wait. Moose and Steve Macklin versus Morrissey and PCO. Yeah. PCO is a part of Honor No More. Well, you know. Why is he teaming up with more? I thought Morrissey was a good guy. Yeah, I thought so too. But Moose is a bad guy. But PCO is <laughs> a bad guy. But what? Wasn't Steve Macklin just a good guy too? Because he teamed up with the Impact people against Honor no more. Uh, you would think. What the fuck is with this show? But anywho, uh, Impact news here. This was Morrissey's last match in Impact. <laughs> what a way to go out. <laughs> What a way to go out. And that was your main event, too. Uh, after the match, uh, Sammy Callahan came out. And so it's going to be Moose and Callahan at Impact at anniversary, apparently. So. All right. Yeah. What a way to go out, too, with a random tag team match that has makes no sense. <laughs> <sighs> so NXT UK had some pretty crazy... Uh, a pretty big storyline happened, so we gotta get into that real quick, and then the show will be over. Uh, Vaughn Wagner defeated right. Sam Gradwell. Sam Gradwell's the jobber of NXT UK, so yeah, it's expected. Uh, Stevie Turner defeated Angel Hayes, as you say, the porn star name. Then your main <laughs> event, your main event, a triple threat tag team match for the NXT UK tag team titles. Mustache Mountain defends against D-Familia and Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. Uh, this was a really good match, but in the end, um, uh, Seven and Bait um, were, were kind of like tensions here. Seven hit the Seven Stars Lariat, and he was going to um, hit him with the belt. Bates snatched the belt out of Seven's hand. Uh, Carter hits the suicide dive, taking Seven out, or taking Bait out. Smith rolls Seven up to get the win. Uh, so Ashley Smith and Arbor Carter are new champions, but then Seven walked out on Bait as the show went off the air. Hmm. So a little tension there, and uh, Seven wanted to cheat. They've been cheating a little bit, uh, and so he wanted to cheat again, and Tyler Bates said, no, we're not going to do it that way. And then uh, Tower Bait, you know, gets, gets taken out, and Seven gets rolled up. So new tag team champions, but the bigger story is uh, Mustache Mountain, maybe no more. Let's break up the only good tag team you have before they can get called up to the main roster. 
Yeah, and it's kind of a bummer. Be- yeah, yeah. You, you would think they would have got tag. You know, there's not that many tag teams yeah. on the main roster. You think they'd get called up as a tag team, but apparently, who no. Knows? Let's not call them up at all. Let's just never call them up. <laughs> I guess I don't. You know, know. Texas Tyler Bate is so good. And he's so young, and he's so young. It's like he's wasting his youth and NXT UK right now. Well, maybe this will lead to him coming up. Maybe they'll break him up and then. He'll get called up. Um, he's only 25. That's fucking crazy. Oh, he's been wrestling for years. He's only 25. Um, but yeah, maybe this will lead to him. Him and Seven will have a feud and he'll be he'll win the feud or lose the feud. And then uh he can move on to the main roster or something. Or at least go to NXT and be over here and get more exposure. Because no one watches this show and it sucks. Right. But uh, that was this. I'm, we apologize if, this, if for the long show, but we had a lot happen, <laughs> and the CM the CM Punk news happened, which took us off our game completely. Um, but yeah, so it should be a crazy week next week too. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, thank you for joining us and listening. All that fun stuff. I'm gonna wrap this up as quickly as I can because I know this has been long. Uh, follow all the social media at Sobriety, the website sssfod.com. You know what to do. All that fun stuff. For Nathan, I'm Ryan, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.